This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to NL Hafta. We're recording this on the 15th of September, Thursday at 2 in the afternoon. And uh before I introduce the panel, I would like to in my customary way request you to subscribe and pay to give news free because as you have been noticing news is going more and more batshit crazy i was just watching before we started this all they are doing is trying to outdo the other in bigotry uh and it has reached levels that i haven't seen in a while and it is interspersed with ads of some sarkari ad or the other in fact when raman and i were watching it there was ads of uh, bhagwant man mm-hmm. followed by an ad of modi <laughs> followed by an ad of yogi it's just the government's keeping them alive <laughs> so i was like okay then So you guys can subscribe and pay to keep news free because without that journalism will die and we have a very important election coming up in a year and a half and news organizations should be well equipped to report on those elections or even the run up I remember 20 25 years ago in express when we broke uh, the story of Tata Ulfa mm-hmm. tapes yeah so Tata stopped all the ads mm-hmm. advertisements and Tata was batting you know through india today so they were giving ads to india today all ads were shifted to india today and, and express was not getting any ads mm. what i am trying to say that those days we only used to look for ads from the corporate groups never mm. from the government yeah, ne- no. government never used to advertise so much now so it's become one of the, the biggest big, advertisers uh, guys who could put in that big kind of money were also corporations yes. mm. not government now the 4000 crore budget That's of, of of central government yeah massive so Anyway, wow. so let me introduce the panel to you. Uh, joining us here in the studio are my colleagues Raman Kripal, Hi. our editor in chief, and Manisha Pandey. Hello. Joining us from Chennai on the phone line is Jayashree. Hi, Jayashree. Hi. And joining us on the phone line from Villet, from uh, <laughs> I thought whenever anyone's in UK, I say London, but obviously there are places other than London. But Shruti Kapila is joining us from somewhere in the island above Europe. Where exactly, Shyam Shruti? Cambridge, United Kingdom. <laughs> okay, that is not London, right? That is no, different city. No, it's not city. London. I, 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 I feel the pain. <laughs> so Shruti is a professor with the Faculty of History at the University of Cambridge and a fellow of Corpus Christi College. She is the editor of the book An Intellectual History of India and co-editor of Political Thought in Action: The Bhagavad Gita and Modern India. and she has also authored another book called violent fraternity indian political thought in the global age and when did that yeah. release shruti uh just a few months ago 8 months ago like in november last year so in the show notes below you can visit shruti's website and also the links to the books shruti's writing has appeared in academic journals such as past and present modern intellectual history as well as the financial times the print and prospect so welcome shruti thank you so much uh before we get in we will be discussing the queen first because i'm so shruti has a tight schedule but before we do that uh jashi will just give us the headlines and then we shall get into the discussion on the queen's passing and its implications okay here are the headlines for the week uh violence broke out during a bjp march the state secretariat in bengal on tuesday it was ostensibly to protest corruption in the state I think they were denied uh, permission for the march but the BJP said they will not take permission from thieves. So ultimately so, a police vehicle was set on fire there was stone pelting cops were injured and the police used tear gas to disperse the crowd. 
and i saw some videos of a cop being badly hammered mm. uh, by the bjp workers which was on whatsapp i didn't see it on any channel i don't know how many channels showed it i'm sure ndtv would have no, but no, 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 apparently his eye was partially gouged uh, oh. he was an assistant something of police wow but that and was... also another bjp worker lighting up a vehicle watching yeah. a vehicle but uh, yeah that you know of course was not shown on any of the other channels i saw it on the social media in fact media. you know what times now was showing <laughs> they were showing sapandas gupta's picture that he tweeted out did you see it he's no. just looking very sad and arrow mud on sapandas gupta like <laughs> the arrow showing that there's mud on him my god i mean there was a bjp councilor ex mayor who was actually she got hit on her head and usko hi dikha dete sapand with mud on him is just hardly yeah ironically <laughs> the same the, the same pitch. week or in fact the same day or the day later aap was denied permission to hold a protest march to all the garbage sites in delhi by the delhi police which comes under the bjp's home ministries yes then uh varanasi court on monday held that the civil suit by hindu plaintiffs seeking the right to play, pray inside the gyanvapi mosque premises is maintainable and can be heard further southern oasi has said that this order takes the country back to the 1980s and 90s so of course the way the coverage of this happened was as if the case has been won uh there was i think just one panelist who clarified that this the court has the varanasi court has only said that this is admissible in court it can be heard mm. it has not been won yet but there was this glee and gloating of not anchors just, and the har har mahadev not chant not just that all. a day before Hmm. they all the a major decision is court decision is going to come out so so the city is tensed yeah. so the kind of coverage i mean, yeah. coverage, I mean uh, it got a day before yeah and then of course the celebrations hmm. but i think everyone is anticipating the next petition will be that muslims can no longer wo- uh, worship in the mosque no ah, which which no, they behaving as if that is I don't fact. think that'll happen though. No, I mean, yeah, that course. is what they've been. I mean, one is VHP goons have been become activists in all headlines. Yesterday, on the side of the road in UP, they were reading namaz and they made them do uthak bethak, holding ears. The VHP guys. It was. Uh, it it's in today's newspaper, I think, or yesterday's paper. And there's there's a image of that also. You can see on social media. And was it a minister in the Madhya Pradesh government or UP? who has said that all mosques should voluntarily become far away from temples they should not eh? be anywhere near temples voluntarily they should do this i people who were saying that oh it's it's in our heads the fringe beta jab wo tumhare ghar pe aake bolenge na that you guys will eat what we Haan. eat and then you will know whether it is the fringe or not right anyway. now they are working on the madrasas then they will say ki you can't teach children at home i yeah, don't know what all, hmm. all is going to happen UP minister. Uh, who is this? Sanjay Nishad. Sanjay Nishad. Yes, he has said this that they from should the voluntarily remove. No, no, from the BJP. He's a minister from okay. the UP government. Hmm. Um, also in UP, after Assam, the UP government on Monday has started its survey of unrecognized madrasas. A three-member panel began visiting Islamic religious schools in the state. I think Uttarakhand also announced yesterday or day before. The chief minister said that they're also going to start yeah, the survey like of to. madrasas. Sanjay Nishad is Nishad party. I'm just correct. Oh, he is. So then, how is he a minister in UP? Because they're in alliance. Okay, uh-huh. they needed a guy to yeah, yeah, be a minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shards were specifically because it's one of OBC group that they really needed. Oh, okay. In I their... stand corrected. Yeah. But uh, uh, this contagion of madrasa it started with Assam now UP Uttarakhand. It's going to spread. It is. It's not going to stop mm-hmm. in any like the ostensibly the reason in 
assam was some to do with security or something to do with mm. education somewhere will be something else but it is going to go all over wherever there's a bjp government yes. assam they had demolitions also no oh, yeah. of madrasa singh bulldozed and in fact the police yeah. said that the th- they said only two were removed the third wa- was made out of jute and bamboo uh and the villagers removed it themselves they took it down themselves the videos of the villagers taking it down but the next day the villagers claimed that the police told them to take it down they didn't do it voluntarily uh next an ips officer satish chandra verma who was part of the investigation team in the ishra jahan fake encounter case has been dismissed from service the home ministry has told the delhi high court last week and this is uh he was due to retire at the end of this month end of september which means he loses pension after whatever 30 years of service and this is because of course his investigation was not to the liking of the bjp and the reason they've said that he is to go is that he spoke to the media thus selling the yeah. image of india and internationally but he's now moved the supreme court yes. against the order so the also in up there are many stories from up this week hmm. in thursday the up police arrested six men for allegedly raping and murdering two dalit sisters at a village in lakhimpur kheri hmm. the sisters aged 15 and 17 were found hanging from a tree on wednesday it's ghastly this happens yeah. it's such and same place right the earlier yeah, the lakhimpur two, we have done was, yeah. uh, a series uh of stories on it was lakhimpur no no that Kheri. was where uh, the farmers were mowed down no no no, no earlier the Lakhi, two earlier the earlier, first series the, two, the first yeah that was lakhimpur ah, the lakhimpur yes. were found hanging on yes, a tree exactly yes. like this same. there were three three stories we did a uh, kangsha and uh, yeah, uh, nidhi it was, it was lakhimpur and there was one yes case in kaskanj also if i'm not mistaken anyway yes yeah. ghastly mm-hmm. in fact we did a, a story of how the cases were being fought and they are they're lingering on you know in the court in fact this week on awful and awesome i've reviewed a film <clears throat> called sia which is exactly on this uh, you know rape of marginalized communities in up very dark and depressing hmm In Karnataka opposition leaders have staged a protest in Bangalore against Hindi Diwas celebrations in the state. They sang Kannada songs and said the state government should not use public money for Hindi Diwas events. However, I think the chief minister then later stressed that he is against the he and the BJP are against the imposition of Hindi in the state. There is the um, alliance partner of the BJP from Nagaland also who was I was watching him on Republic yesterday who made an appearance and said that do we don't mind what amit shah said but it should not be imposed because it disadvantages uh students from the northeast and surprisingly arnab was for it he was questioning the bjp spokesperson really saying that you know it's a valid question don't force it let it be a language of love but but <laughs> but, 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 but 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 he asked the viewers to fire in your views yeah. because you cannot fire just share a, a republic cannot mm-hmm. share your views you have to fire in you have views. to fire them in okay <laughs> Omar Khalid has spent 2 years in jail but his mother says she is optimistic of him walking free. Yeah, he's uh, also he written this letter in 2020. In fact, everyone should read his letter because and we've done a little piece on it also that a substantial portion of it explains how the media has spun such lies around him. Mm-hmm. It beats even the cops. Yes. I mean, I think the media has done multiplied by 100 in this case. Yes. compared to even Delhi police. the charge sheet just amplifies it i mean mm. they're trying to show it you know as part of some kind of conspiracy i mean his whatsapp mm. chat or whatever but but uh, yes media is really also he singled out he singled out hindi newspapers yeah right? especially Over. hindi newspapers you know simply put i mean even if you look at what happened last week when she died you know there's been massive tumult in in british politics you had a new prime minister new cabinet 
So and there she is. She dies and she gives this again, this country a huge amount of stability at a focal point. And I think that's the point of the, the work of the Queen for the last 70 years has been to sort of see Britain through a, a huge amount of change from a reigning empire to a mid-tier global power. And plus, I think the reason uh, is that she has she was this kind of combination. It seems to me that what I hear and uh, assess, she was a kind of combination of both grandeur and intimacy because she was always in your rooms. You know, like on Christmas, she she gave the Queen's speech. I mean, you know, she was like this kind of matriarch figure. And I think people, I mean, I'm I'm surprised. I'm not that surprised because this has happened. You know, to other monarchs dying. You know, other kings and queens dying in this country. But you know, people are queuing for something like thirty hours to just respects to her at the moment you know yeah, london even, is like a even the commentary yeah. that you hear on the us channels with the panelists mm. that they have mm. and they're professors mm. they're you know people of consequence mm. they're genuinely shattered yeah that i was like i mean i know I, I i mean i'm not into kind of you know emotional hysterics or any of the like i mean i just think you know i see this as an institution and it's an institution which is really kind of kept up with the times so despite giving her giving stability to the nation the monarchy itself is completely transformed i would think of it as a kind of major global media entertainment company you know because <laughs> they they are you know they are major celebrities their personal True. wealth is in, in, you know in 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 a billion plus i mean they they're living off the exchequer mm. and we whether we are in england or whether we are in delhi or wherever even in china we are interested in who, who is in who's out what is megan wearing is she speaking to kate middleton you know and the like so the yeah, purane zamane ke kardashians Great Britain is just a term that's used. Great Great Britain was always used for the for United Kingdom, and Great Britain was basically England and Wales, which now no longer is. Okay, is so used it's no longer because so it has no. So yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's Got basically it. United Kingdom, and and United Kingdom refers to obviously the the power of the Queen, hmm. you know, and as it were the 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 settlement, as it were the the, the kingdom as a settlement. and the realm the word is used as a realm and then you of course have the nations within like india has all these 22 states or whatever 25 so uh, my yeah. second question is and after that uh, you know we'll go to the panel you said this this royalty the royal family the has kept up with the times i don't understand mm. how a concept like kings and queens can keep up with the times it is well, it's mean, like I saying uh, for me it's I, like saying uh you know uh, uh, the practice of child marriage has kept up the sati has kept up the times <laughs> it it has to go it has no place in these times well, I, i mean look i mean i think as as indians we are all very accustomed to being republicans and i think that i mean you know has to be given to nehru and it's nehru who actually hollowed out the crown it's very well known to us historians yeah. because as the first country to be decolonized he refused uh, in, uh, the monarch this is despite being you mm. know friends with the mountbatten's mountbatten was you know prince charles's godfather i mean this is all very in into the royal world but he refused unlike say australia and the like and in that sense had depleted the power of the monarchy right at the moment in in the mid 20th century uh and i i mean and i think that was the right step for india and india you know despite having whatever 500 odd princes in, inside it itself became a kind of republican democracy which we should all be proud of um okay so i think that it is interesting that this is what it took to sort of reveal the sheer medieval nature of the british state like i see utter feudalism in the way that 
This entire period of mourning is playing out. People have been arrested for holding signs. They're canceling chemotherapy appointments for the Queen's funeral. Surgeries are canceled to mark respect. Um, supermarkets have turned off the beepers because they say the sound of the scanner in a supermarket is detrimental to respect to the Queen. Also, it's wall to wall. I wouldn't call it wall to wall coverage. I would call it wall to wall hagiography. Even among so called left leaning newspapers like The Guardian, the arrests I thought were astonishing. The man who was yeah. arrested in Edinburgh, he shouted, Andrew, you're a sick old man. During the funeral procession, he was arrested. Yeah. A woman was holding a sign that says, uh, fuck imperialism, abolish the monarchy. She was arrested. A man in Oxford shouted at Charles. No, when Charles was proclaimed king, a man in Oxford, I think, shouted, who elected him? And they arrested him. Also, <laughs> and then a protester, like held out, a protester held a sign saying, not my king. Mm. And he was taken away by the police. And later, they de-arrested some of these people when they were asked for the charges on which they were arrested. But the fact that they took them away in the first place is incredible to me. Like, I can't believe that a man who says who elected him is taken away by the police. No, I was just saying that I completely agree with Jeshi and the fact that perhaps people are so invested in it and so emotional about the symbol of monarchy because they haven't been embarrassed enough of what Britain did really. And I think that is one of the huge problems with European nations because you had this huge crime that happened in Germany. So all your attention has been on Germany and the worst crimes against humanity and you completely kind of almost whitewash everything that colonial Absolutely. powers like I mean, France, the Germany, worked, uh, the Holocaust. Uh, Britain did. Belgium, yeah. Belgium. Belgium in Congo. Africa, I mean, yeah. it's, what, what did it say? If I mean, you look at the 1943 Bengal famine, 30 million people, that's double of Holocaust, died. And I, and I just don't think they're embarrassed enough, they're shamed enough. I don't know what they're taught in history. I think you're still taught that, wow, I think, was a great I think empire, yeah, one of the thing is that but there is this William Darnell book, uh, The Anarchy, where he talks yeah. about uh, Powell's Castle, which has more Mughal artifacts than the National Museum. Yeah. I mean, we all know about the loot, but the level of it, you really understand that this whole tense, yeah. In that, against this background, starting something like Congress uh, Yatra, I think it will not do them any harm. It will only bring in, you know, uh, it, will, is a possible it will benefit upside. them. Uh, so, and I also believe that anything which decays, it develops. Uh, so, so if there is a decay in Congress, so the Congress is going to resurrect also. So, I think this is first very tiny step, uh, you know, towards resurrection. So, I think uh, more people will, maybe if he's able to, uh, you know, get a card. People who are living, they are spent for, I know. For that matter, the Kambar Kamath in Goa. Mm. I mean, three times chief minister. I mean, the people, he's, he's basically getting exposed, you know, by shifting to BJP. So they are looking at the short term gains. So I think these people leaving, these people leaving Congress is not going to affect that much. But bringing in new leadership, new chain of leadership at the lower, middle and higher uh, level is something if this uh, yatra can do and i think it will it's a, it's, a, it's a positive step for the congress manisha i think it's a total failure uh, <laughs> i mean 7 days 8 days whatever i just I 7 mean, days 8 days or it's been what 7 days since he's been on no, the no no 5 days it's not 5 days week, no. 4 5 days sunday to chalu hua na ha 4 5 today's thursday so first and foremost for past 2 years you've been telling us you don't want to lead the congress party so then why are you the face of this event which is supposed to be the resurrection of the party could you, okay, fine, agreed that Rahul Gandhi is probably the most known face, so he needs to be there. 
but then should he have been accompanied with state leaders there should there have been plans to you know give them more limelight because what is the point of rahul gandhi leading this you've made it clear that you want to lead the party you're going to have elections where apparently you've said you're not going to contest it so what is this continual mixed messaging of you leading bharat jodo but i'll not lead the party secondly you are you know two major elections are coming i don't understand the point of starting from kerala that is not a place where okay you want to start from south also i can understand because you may have more sympathetic listeners there than the hindi heartland start with karnataka then no i think manisha said it very well i i think the idea of kashmir to kanyakumari sounds very catchy but what is it beyond that right i mean also a little ironic that he started in kanyakumari kanyakumari is where the bjp registered its really big win it's its real stronghold in tamil nadu Hmm. So it's a bit sad, and then after Kanyakumari, he went to Sri Perumbudur, which again was great visuals because that's where um, his father, Rajiv Gandhi, was assassinated. So he offered flowers and all. But I mean, he's come here so many times. But what impact is he making beyond it? Is something that I'm finding it very difficult to understand. And the yatra itself, in theory, of course, a good idea. But I mean, the symbolism can only do so much when the nuts and bolts of your party has failed, right? And faces a trust deficit. It lacks a strong political ideological alternative lacks a credible leadership any deep rooted sort of organizational structure or presence so what is the point of doing this vague sort of yatra without fixing those issues all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served thank you Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.